Welcome everyone, welcome to the threshing floor. It's another Sunday and you know what that means, <laughs> it's another episode. I'd just like to start off by saying thank you to everyone that tuned in to last week's episode for all the positive feedback and the responses and the affirmations and the shares that I have been getting from last week's episode. I really, really appreciate it. Um, it's just so inspiring to have this work out so well for me and it gives me the strength to continue as well when it's received so positively. So I just, I had to take a moment to just thank everyone for having my back last week. So we're back, baby. It's another episode and we have the word for this week. So without wasting any more time let's get into it today's scripture reading is from first samuel 17 verses 38 to 40 and then verse 49 and 50 it reads as follows david and goliath verse 38 then saul dressed david in his own tunic he put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head David fastened his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Verse 49. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. Busisa ukufunda kwezwi lakho uphefumula umoya wakho ngcwele phezu kwanansi izwi liphile izwi may it not just end at us hearing it but may we embody it in speech and thought and in our actions siyabonga ke usiphile namhla isinkwasethu esemihla nemihla sifundzeke babusuthise ngezwi lakho singumele izinto zomhlaba kodwa somele izinto zombuso wakho Vula intlebezethu vula indliziyo zethu uvule namehla ethunkosi sikuzwe sikubone uyithola indawo yokuhlala endliziyweni zethu bese uyayisondeza ke nawe eyindabeni eyisondelene nendliziyo yethunkosi zinza ke namhlanje ubize nazo zonke ingelosi neyithunywa zezulu ukuthi sisondele duze sesihlangene ke namhlanje in your name siyacela ke nawe ukuthi iyahla nawe singene bukhoneni bakho Singela nkose kumbini lako, siti yesha na wenkoso zube nati. Usbusisege na msanje, indebeze And let the church say, Amen. Alrighty. I hope we're all comfortable on the threshing floor. So, as you may have noticed from today's episode, the title is In the Shepherd's Bag. And today we're in the Shepherd's Bag. We're in Samuel, 
the story of David and Goliath, which everyone knows. So I did not read through the entire chapter because it's quite an extensive chapter. But just to summarize, especially when it comes to matters of the Old Testament, I really do encourage reading the whole chapter. A lot of the times people just quote verse 39 out of a whole chapter and you don't get who was being spoken to at the time, what was happening, what was the context. So especially with matters of the Old Testament, you have to read the whole thing to get a bigger picture of what was happening. So just to put you up to speed, because I did not read the whole thing, the whole story. Basically, uh, God has rejected Saul as the king at the time. And now he wants to elect another king. And he says to Samuel, go to the house of Jesse. And I will tell you, who is the next king. So he goes to the house of Jesse. Jesse has eight sons. At the time in the house, there was only seven. Because the eighth one was out in the fields herding the sheep. So I get Bamega Bafana and they walk in front of Samuel and Moya's just not feeling it. And in the end of Tola and there's an eighth boy who's missing and he's out in the field. And he's the youngest. Obviously they looked down because they thought, uh, oh, he's the youngest, he's still a child, leave him the big boys right everyone brings out the big boys because the thing they think the big boys are where it's at then bring bring him through so they bring him through and they anoint him as the king the funny story is though he did not go and start working as the king at the time so he still spent some time serving the throne that was meant to serve him which is just another lesson on his own him and Saul had their ups and downs uh, Saul tried to kill him at some point and then he left he left Saul's um, palace it was a lot a lot was going on before David could actually step in now and start working <laughs> as a king David is actually my favorite book character for various reasons um just his rise to becoming a king how he conquered his battles and he had his shortcomings we're all human and that was also very well documented in text as to what happened his downfall but in the end he was he was known as he was esteemed as a man after god's own heart what a, a beautiful way to to be known to be remembered as and so and he was a, a good poet don't get it wrong don't get it twisted don't read psalms and think hey he was just writing he was over there writing poems he was out there fighting fam <laughs> how do you think he became king so yeah um so today we're in the story of david and goliath we all know it guys we all know it he so the great giant Goliath he's about six foot over six foot because they say he's three meters tall over six foot and he's coming and he's making all of these uh, threats and he says to them listen he says to Saul's camp if anyone can defeat me my people will work for you but if uh, I defeat you then you're gonna have to come work for the the Philistines so at this time at this point in time Saul is old in Kosi he is old and he is also shook now if the leadership is shaking everyone else is shaking for a whole a good 40 days and 40 nights nothing was happening because 
there was it was just chaos they were all scared eventually jesse says to david hey this cheese and sink to open Bako because three of his brothers were at the the battlefield and just let me know what's going on because solo nothing is happening they're not coming back so we need to know what's cooking oil so david was still tending to his sheep at the time so he ensured that there was someone else to take care of the sheep while he goes down to battle and deliver um deliver the bread as welcome to me still i think it's also another message to all lastborns even after he had been anointed as king that's a lesson for all lastborns but anyway i am deviating now <laughs> anyway he gets down to battles and he sees a movie he sees he sees a film there's a six foot giant and he's making all these threats and everyone is scared and he asks the people what will happen what will happen to this to um, anyone who can defeat this giant he's talking such vulgar and vile things about the living god why and he he volunteers himself he steps up and he says listen i'll do it and Saul says to him no but you're still you're still young you can't do this and then he says to Saul but when i was tending to my father's sheep a lion would come and i would seize it and kill it and a bear would try and come and take one of the sheep and i'll still seize it and kill it and the same god he says in, in verse 37 that the lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this philistine and so Saul says you know what go and be great go and let the lord be with you and they dress him up in saul's attire now remember udavide was still a young man and saul was quite grown so they try and dress him up in his arm and it's it's too much it's heavy for him and he ends up saying i can't i can't go in this it's it's i'm not used to them and it's so important that's such an important lesson in life in general that people will always try and put things on you or you will try out new things that just don't work for you and it's important for you to recognize that this is just it's not working out for me anyway so now we're on verses 39 and 40 so we're finally we're in the shepherd's bag the focus for today is the shepherd's bag for me the message that i got from this text is we cannot emphasize enough the importance of knowing who you are and who's you are and a part of knowing who you are is knowing what works for you and what doesn't as david demonstrated so perfectly he knew what works for me and what works for him and he was able to confidently say that you know what this is just it's not my thing the shepherd's pouch is representative of a place of sacredness that we all have within ourselves where we hide our most potent weapons for spiritual warfare so it brings me to the question what is in your shepherd's bag what do we put into our shepherd's bag we know in verse verse 40 he stooped down and he took five smooth stones from the stream and he put them in his bag and to think that you're going out to try and conquer a six-foot giant and the only thing that you think of getting is stones and putting them in your your shepherd's bag it's just mind-boggling right but it, it comes back down to you know who you are and you know whose you are and others may try to give us their weapons what they put you know their tips of what they put in their bags but it's important to recognize what doesn't work for you and what works for you especially when it comes to matters of the spirit david was a king who was a shepherd boy and he never forgot his roots or what worked for him some may have viewed his method of warfare as being basic and crude and uncultured but in the end it was knowing who 
he was in conjunction with acknowledging the greater power that was at work within him he won the battle so this lesson for us is to step out into the battle with weapons that we are most comfortable and familiar with and not the ones that others are enforcing on us last week we touched on prayer we opened up my first episode on the topic of prayer which is such an important an important weapon when it comes to spiritual warfare which i personally believe is is an important stone to have in your shepherd's bag he had five stones and out of the many stones we may have in our shepherd's bag i think prayer is, is such an important weapon to have and i think it's also important that whatever it is we put into our bags and into our shepherd's bags these are stones that we use to fight the enemy not to fight each other so whatever it is you know what works for you you know what doesn't work for you this has been a this year has been quite an interesting year in the sense that there was a lot of spiritual enlightenment there was also a lot of spiritual misleading spiritual spiritual misleading spiritual misleading (laughs) a lot of happening a lot of misleading stuff that was taking place and so I think this is also a message to be cautious as to to be mindful of the things that we decide to put into our bags when we step out and we try and fight the spiritual warfare that we are up against and so this is just I felt moved by by his boldness that instead of going out with javelin and swords he chose he chose a stone and that's that's what he knew that i am a shepherd and i use slingshots and stones and that is how i conquer my battles and it's a lesson to all of us to know ourselves and in order for you to know what works for you you have to know who you are and this is a lesson also to dig dig deeper into exploring ourselves and blocking out the outside world the outside noise of a world that is constantly trying to shape us and mold us into various things and trying to put onto us spiritual things that are not ours so in order for you to know what works for you you have to have taken the time to know who you are and so this is a lesson that i also picked up from this text that before you can even know what to put into your bag before you can even know what not to put into into your bag you have to know mina who am i what may work for palisa may not work for ntlantla may not work for uspiwe and what may be working for them may not work for you and their things working on them and not working on you does not necessarily make you less powerful it means you just have to take the time to know what works for me so what stones are in your pouch what what are what are they and make a list of all the things that you hold on to that inspire you that strengthen you that help you that help strengthen your spirituality and from today onwards work on sharpening those weapons because they are what works for you so instead of looking outside and trying to wear someone else's armor look within you what has been working for you all along tandazo has been working for you maybe lighting candles is just not your thing when all you do is pray and you've won all of your battles on prayer and on acting out remember faith alone 
there's nothing you need faith and actions james said that faith without actions is dead so but whatever it is whatever it is that you put in your bag you have to act on it david did not just put the stones in his bag at some point he reached on and having faith that i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it right the first time around that's exactly what he did so whatever it is that you decide to put into your bag number one sharpen those weapons sharpen your stones work on those stones number two whenever you use them use them in faith don't don't throw stones out of hey throw your stone with the absolute faith that this giant i'm going to slay this giant and whatever stones we put into our bags may we use them to conquer the enemy and not try and throw stones at others i think that's another very 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 important lesson and so with just a sling and one stone the battle was won was won so what is in your shepherd's bag today and how are you using it to win this battle until we get our next serving until we get our next portion Father God engraved in our hearts and in our minds forever Father God and wherever we are encountered with an opportunity to share the good news to share the word and the beautiful messages that you have given unto us may we be able to do so father god remove all fear that we may have but may we boldly proclaim father god the goodness that you have given us to be very mindful of what we put into our shepherd's bags and each time we draw into our shepherd's bag, may we draw out with faith that when we fight, we will conquer all of that we in, which we encounter. Hambele duze wetu wengkosu skangisele stredi ngele ngkosi. Njengoba sisu kala, a new week, sifunu ukala nao Jehovah. Sipile ngkosi izwi for the week ahead. May we cling on to it. May we never forget it. May we meditate upon it day and night. May your word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And may the meditation of our heart and the words of our mouth be pleasing to you forever and always.